Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Good morning. Welcome to Clean and Comfort. It's April 9th, 2022. I know we've been away for a little while. Um, tackling COVID and some COVID can I say tiredness because we've been really exhausted um, over a couple of months now it's springtime and we just want to touch on five things employees would like to see from their managers and um link those things to employee engagement and um, patient satisfaction. So what are these things? Good morning, Liz. How are you doing? Good morning, Deanna. I love that you mentioned spring and a little COVID fatigue. Restrictions are being lifted and our employees want to go on vacation. They want to enjoy some time off and Spring is the perfect time, warmer temperatures, um, and things are, flowers are blooming, and our staff want some vacation time and some much needed uh, relaxation of some of these restrictions. Not right. in our buildings, of course, or hospitals, but outside where they can start to uh, be with their families more, gatherings, and, and just relax and have some fun and get away from what's been happening for the last two plus years. It's time now. I think that's the word I was looking for. I know there was a little pause with me. The word is fatigue. You see, I am fatigued myself, and I'm looking forward to spring and summer to get outside and and get some sunlight. So these things are honesty, fairness, trust, respect, dependability, collaboration, appreciation, genuineness, being very honest, being genuine, and being responsive. I mean, if there's something we can do, let's start with responsiveness. We will talk to from the bottom to the top. Um, responsiveness. They say 74% of employees are looking for responsiveness. I think this is a little higher um, because, you know, surveys are a thing that you really didn't ask everyone and everyone wouldn't give the right answer at the time of the question because there are so many different things to think about. So responsiveness. Um, what do you think about responsiveness? So I think that we expect it from our leaders and from even members of our family. And I believe it is one of the most necessary core fundamental values that you as a leader can offer your staff. And it's respectful. 
So when you're asked a question or when you're asked for a tool or anything at all, uh, you should be responsive. You should uh, give an answer right away if you can. And if you can't, you should give a timeline and then get back to that person within that timeline. And if you ever can't, then you should be sharing the resources on where a person or people can go for answers to what they need or the tools that they need. Correct. If it's even outside of the department's um, sphere, it, it you sh should be able to come up with an answer or or say, I, I can't, you know, um, don't keep them going, don't string them along. If it's outside right. of what your department can do, I can't. Sure. I can't, but here's the resources Correct. for you to follow up. Yes, Correct. very important. Appreciation. And, and appreciation. Go Let's go back to re to um, the responsiveness. Responsiveness. Thank you. And that is, um, you know, timelines are very, very important. And staff will soon gravitate toward the leader that is the most responsive, and gravitate away toward the other leaders. So, if you see that as a director, as a manager, if you see your staff going toward another leader, it's probably because the other leaders within your core team or group need to be a little more responsive. So watch, be watchful of that behavior. Yep, yep. And um, that, that, is, that is truly, truly important. So appreciation is the next, the next one. Um, You know, I, I truly believe in rounding, right? And I, 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 I know when you round on your coworkers. I, I don't even use the word employees because they're my coworkers, and without them, nothing gets done. Nothing gets done. So, and they're part of your team, so they're your co workers without them nothing gets done and we must believe that and you have to appreciate on the spot not two weeks later not waiting for appreciation day on the spot um sure and and find yeah, so nothing I, I was gonna say you know appreciation on the spot i've watched you do that it's so important i mean if it feels good for us Think of how it feels good for our staff to be recognized, to be thanked, to know your leader's gonna come by, to know you have an opportunity to share information, to ask for things, but uh, to know that your leader's gonna come by and either coach you and say thank you, or just a simple thanks for all you're doing. So it's really important. If it makes us feel good, it makes our team members feel good. Yeah, absolutely. I believe in right away, not two weeks later, not a month later, not appreciation day. You can emphasize on appreciation day, but let them know the great Nothing job Nothing beats doing. a good old fashioned thank, thank you. you for what you're doing. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Genuineness. And they're looking for honesty. Um, one thing I don't believe in, not being honest. I, I, I let them know right away something is not right if they're doing something wrong i'm not gonna wait well, i'm, I'm gonna sure. let them know 
right away. Maybe you have to pick the spot to have that conversation, but you have to let them know as soon as possible. Agreed. And honesty builds trust, and trust is one of the most fundamental um, things that our staff look for us for. If you can't trust your leader, that's going to start to break down engagement, break down uh, the employee's uh, level of respect for you, and that's not going to be a good thing. Not at all. Um, collaboration. Oh, collaboration. You know, one of my biggest strengths, they say, you know, they, they, there's this book called Strength Surveys. Um, and one of my biggest is being a collaborative person, you know, being able to bring strengths in and use those strengths. Because one thing a person must realize that they don't know everything. And if they feel that they know, then usually they would lose the team, right? What do you think about yeah. that? Well, I definitely think collaboration is so important, especially in healthcare, right? There's a pool of resources and subject matter experts, and anyone that thinks that they can accomplish anything alone is um, just thoroughly mistaken. Um, so collaborating encourages problem solving. And by the way, when you have a diverse work team, we know that the opinions and thoughts of others really matter. And I, I feel uh, working with somebody can also stop mistakes from happening, which is especially important in healthcare. If other people have the opportunity to weigh in, uh, it allows people to learn from each other, encourages productivity, problem solving becomes easy, and increases the potential for change. And, uh, you know, that's a little bit challenging sometimes because some of us are living in this remote world, but it's also a benefit because it allows you to quickly reach out to others within your work group, but also outside of your work group or on other campuses. If you're a multi-campus um, you know, organization and um, you want to reach out to another leader and ask a question, and here's a very recent example. I reached out to you the other day about a certain ride on order scrubber and burnisher looking for some advice and we quickly had a conversation although we never spoke live you were able to give me your opinion and subject matter expert weigh in on that so collaboration is extremely important it's also important when we talk about productivity if you're not collaborating uh, if you're a frontline housekeeper and you are very busy let's say you have an increase in discharges within your unit it's important to be able to collaborate, to reach out to a team member and say, I need some assistance. And it's important for leaders to trust that team members are readily available and they can contact one another to help out in a certain area. A manager doesn't always have to intervene and send somebody. If you trust your employees, you trust your leadership, then collaboration becomes very easy. Absolutely. It, it just flows. Um... 
it it just happens um and and you know i i believe in if i'm not in the building my team is okay they know what to do when to do it where to go where the tools are there is nothing um hidden everyone has a responsibility everyone has a zone this person cleans the equipment this person you know everyone has a responsibility um and it increases the overall skill level of your entire team so think about it if you have really great collaborators and they're sharing what they know what they have learned and their expertise then you create a um, a ton more of expertise so sooner or later uh, collaboration is going to increase employee engagement and the skill level of your team. Absolutely. And dependability is, um, we're halfway through, number five of the nine things employee need. Dependability. They say 81% say they want a manager be, to be dependable. And as you say, dependability tends to lean right into responsiveness because sure. if the manager is not dependable, they're going to now look for someone else who's dependable, right? So That's then they're going to lose their, their, their team to someone else who is more dependable. Um, and I must say that number is very high, 81%. I would say even higher, want their leader to be extremely dependable. Um, what do you think? I agree. I mean, you're right, dependability, I want someone that I'm going to be able to rely on. So if I go to someone, whether I'm a frontline employee or a leader or even a friend or a family member, we tend to, again, gravitate and contact the person that we know is the most reliable. So watch for those behaviors as well. It's extremely important. If you can depend on your leader, if you can rely on them, then you're going to get the tools, resources, and the answers you need you're going to stay engaged and you're going to get results. Yes. I remember I had um, a manager that I promised myself I'm going to be the total opposite. I'm going to be George Constanza from Seinfeld, <laughs> the total opposite of this manager. He was the worst thing. I, I whew, The man was horrible. His door would be open. We have no secretary we have no receptionist i would go to him and say can i speak to you his answer was make an appointment i would look around look behind me and say make an appointment with who you're it so, so i i thought that man's um management skills with his team members was horrible and the team members were always wrong always wrong and everyone else was always right so and he he didn't last 
um, and I, I, he wondered why. Um, I hope someone told him. I hope his director told him because um, the team went to his director and expressed their concerns. So respect, segue right into respect. Um, I think it's very respectful to listen. If, if you're the manager, the receptionist, the supervisor, we had supervisors, but the supervisor um, usually didn't, every, everything was directed through the manager. And you have to be respectful of the people around you. Um, you have to want to listen to their needs. You have to listen to their concerns. They say 84% of employees want to be respected. How, how do you feel? Well, I want respect. Um, you know, and recently I um, encountered a very uh, disrespectful situation. And I was taken back by it so much so that I needed uh, to take a walk outside and uh, just catch my breath and just say, uh, you know, take a mental pause, a mental timeout. Uh, people that are disrespectful uh, have no place in in any business. And you will not get collaborative behaviors. Uh, you'll be considered uh, unreliable. People will avoid you. And I found myself avoiding this person. And that's never good. Uh, when your staff or when you go quiet, then that that behavior needs to really be looked at. When your team members are quiet, you should want to know why. And by the way, if you become unavailable or you uh, don't get back to somebody on time, or if you have a rough moment in your workday and you are somewhat disrespectful, whether it's intentional or not intentional, because occasionally, and this is important to mention, somebody could perceive our comment, our body language, our behavior, uh, something we did or said to be disrespectful. And right. it's important that to know respect looks different for other people. Right. But when someone goes quiet, you want to question that behavior in the most appropriate, professional, and respectful way. I've noticed you've been a little quiet. Is there anything going on? Uh, you know, be inquisitive. Have those one-on-ones. Not a long time. Employees don't want to be in your office for a long time. They want quick five, ten-minute conversations and touch-base appointments. How are you doing? What's going on? Do you have any feedback? Do you need any help? Uh, is there any training or any resources that you need? Uh, I noticed you didn't put in any vacation time. You know, how about just a day here and there? Let's review some time off. This is really important for you to decompress. We've all been through a lot. So employees need somebody to encourage them to take some time off. But it's okay to apologize. If you have not been so reliable, dependable, respectful, collaborative, then there's always an opportunity to say, you know, we've all been busy. I don't want to make excuses for my behavior or hey, the other day that I didn't take the time to sit down and speak with you, I'm very sorry about that. Let's have that conversation. When's a good time for you? 
Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day, Lil. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. And and that's really important. So when, when employees feel disrespected, they'll shut down. They won't be collaborative. They won't be highly engaged. And they actually uh, will talk to 5, 10, 15, 20 other people about that leader's behavior. So... If you're disrespectful to one person, you're disrespectful to many people. And that there's no room for that for any leader in any organization. Right. As, as you say, you know, sometimes they may, respect may look differently, right? And I, I always believe in um, finding a buddy, right? And what I yeah. mean by finding a buddy, not necessarily your buddy, but finding a buddy that that employee um, would gravitate to. Um, recently, there's an employee that may or may not be going through some personal stuff, right? And that employee um, has a supervisor that was with them on a different shift that came to that shift. And I asked that supervisor to have a conversation with that employee because I think the trust is on that supervisor um, more than so the current supervisor. So I asked that supervisor to check in on an employee and see what's going on. Maybe they're telling, um, they will tell them more than they'll tell me. So, you know, finding a buddy, finding a way through that back door to break the ice. Um, maybe it's a male-female type of thing that they would tell a, 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 a female more than they'll tell a male of what they're going through. Um, so find find a buddy. Don't try to do it all yourself. Um, collaborate, right? Trust. Yeah. Trust is number yeah. three. Trust, they say 86%. 86%. Um, I think it's so much higher. Um, I would say 96%. Give it 10 more percent, and I'll speak for the ones who were missed. Because if I don't trust you, yes. <laughs> you lost. You're it. not going to take the survey. No, we're not being right. You're not honest taking the survey. survey. You don't trust anything that's going on around you. You definitely don't trust your manager. Um, trust. Trust is really, really big. You know, it's it's interesting because all these things, uh, you know, you mentioned rounding. All these behaviors, all these uh, attributes, 
you build them with your staff as you're rounding on them. Absolutely. If you're if you're rounding, you're being collaborative. You're encouraging collaboration. If you build a relationship with somebody and they know you, they learn to recognize you, they learn your behaviors. Um, I had an employee the other day say to me, I know the best time to come and see you is around 4 o'clock. That's after shift change. There's less people around and you seem to be more available, more relaxed. And I said, you know what? It's a really great observation. This is a really great time, uh, but I'm available all the time. But this is a really great time because we actually have less interruptions and and more time uh, for quieter conversations where we can think and be engaging. Well, I, I that that's a good point, and I really have a a time, a preferred time that I tell them, um, and that's around 10 a.m. after. The, the shift is everyone has an assignment and um, the crowds are, are gone because it's really difficult to 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 lean on one person when you have 28, 50, 60 people who are looking for guidance. So, you know, yeah. usually you would and have to say... that's a really great point because, um, you know, organizations need to look at their leader to employee ratio and and make sure that that makes sense. Just like for healthcare, there's a nursing to patient ratio that is a best practice. It's it's safe, and we need to have that safety as leaders within our work group. If one person has 68 employees or 70 employees or 100 employees, what's the expectation? You know, how do you round on all those folks or multiple shifts that you're overseeing? Right, might not uh, be the best structure right and especially like a weekend where you know you have a large staff and minimal supervisors which is okay but you know you those types of um, incidences where someone needs help do exist so you you as, as you say yeah it, it's it's important for organizations to look at those yeah. types of circumstances and a lot of the department structure is changed or the dynamics are shifted for money saving or cost opportunities. And we all believe in that. If the system is healthy and the healthcare system um, is supporting one where you can put back into uh, capital projects, capital equipment, um, then you always want to put back into the infrastructure you want to make sure that you have enough money for supplies and tools. All that is really important. But it really starts, and it's just a core fundamental, is to make sure that your staff have the resources that they need. And part of those resources are leaders that they can go to that have the time and the bandwidth to speak with them, to round on them, to round in their areas. That's really important. Sometimes we end up cutting leaders out of a budget and it has way more costs associated with that than just the dollar figure. And, and everyone should be encouraged to take a look at that. Absolutely. Next one, number two, is fairness. Um, my staff calls me a heartbeat. Um, <laughs> steady. <laughs> um, 
balanced, a good heartbeat, that is. Um, I, I try my best to be um, a mirror without a tent. Not even a mirror, a glass. You could see right through. Um, there, there, there's nothing hidden. Um, the vacation and holiday picks are balanced and fair. Everyone gets a shot. Um, and that's it. When, when they realize that, then every, their shoulders, their shoulders are more relaxed. Wow. There, there's no, there's no favoritism favoritism that disappears everyone gets a fair shot even with work assignments if 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 you say you're going to do it do it because they there there's 10 people behind you that's willing to take that assignment on and i give everyone an opportunity but first come first serve whether you're male or female everyone gets the same opportunity yeah, that's um, important because transparency creates predictability. And we like things that are predictable. We like to be able to, you know, make our own decisions and know what the process is and know how people will react. And I think that's um, a compliment. Your, your staff saying that about you and having those feelings about you is a high compliment. And it's one of the most important things uh, a leader can can do is be transparent. If you're transparent, people will trust you more. Uh, they'll know how you'll react, and they'll be able to make really great sound decisions, knowing that you would support them, whether you're in the building, outside of the building, available or not available. If you know, we build I, a I, team like that, that's great. I want to share one one thing I did, and and you know of this. Um, I created a binder, and and this honestly really broke the ice from from me and the previous manager that was before me. So they felt that the manager before me gave preferences to others, right? Picking days off. So I came on, and they still had that feeling because there's this one person who would come in and pick pick days for the year and not not that, that there's any problem with that because there isn't because if you do know what time you're looking for and the year begins and the time to pick begins pick i mean if if you come first and you pick everyone has an opportunity to do that um, I copied, I copied, I mirrored your process where I am and years and years of issues with vacation, um, going to human resources about the vacation process is just ended. And the binder is, like you said, it's transparent. Everybody can see it. It also you know, opened up some time for me because when 100 people are coming to see you over a course of a month or two months, that's a lot of conversations you but, have But that's to have a good point to make. 
because the binder let me explain the binder to our listeners it's a it's a month-to-month day-to-day binder so you have January and you have every day on that one page it's a calendar so January have say 31 days I'm not sure how many days January have and every every box (laughs) is available 30 31 days 21 February has 20 something days and if you want January 19th and there's no no names written in January 19th it's available and it's not their problem whether I have staffing or not on January 19th they have a right to a day off so if they choose January 19th it's my responsibility to find coverage that's it nothing can take a highly engaged employee high-performing employee and just destroy their team spirit and the devotion they have to you and to the department and to the organization then when you want time off you can't get it so what's important to an employee their family their money their time off right all these things we need to really consider and your system is if you don't have an automatic system a scheduling system and i know eventually uh you know organizations are moving toward that but if you don't have one this is the next best thing but it it also encourages collaboration because if you see a person sitting on the day that you want it enables you to go to them and actually say if you have this relationship with them I see you have January 19th off. Is there any other day that you can take? I have something really important. Um, can we work together? Can, can we switch days? Can I help you if you can help me? It encourages that collaboration without leadership involvement. Yeah, and it really does work. Um, I, I challenge anyone who does not have a system like that to use it. Um, if even if the electronic system is is not working because there's some electronic system that is not working because employees like to a lot of employees are very visual and they want to see it in front of them that's a very good point um, our our staff is decentralized and they don't always have access to a computer so uh, in the case of environmental services and the support teams that do have that decentralized model where they're uh, working on units and not with computers all day, it's a great example of a system on vacation planning that really works. Yep. And it's cheap to set up. The cost it's, of a binder and monthly dividers. <laughs> yep. And, so and, it's something that you can start right away. And, and it's paper. never too late. And paper. And 12, it's never too late to start. 12 pieces of paper and a printer. Yeah. If you don't have the system now, you can start it for May. Review with your team, set some very clear guidelines. Um, I know that um, vacation forms are really important. It needs to state the process in very clear and and concise ways so everyone can read and understand the process. And uh, and then it's never too late to start the process. You can start it in May. Just the other day, a, a gentleman wanted a day off and 
And um, he came, he said, Dion, can I see the binder? And he comes, he opened the binder and he saw someone's name in the, in the box. And he said, he said, John, they, they beat me to it. And he walked away with a smile. Now, usually they would say, oh, you're sure this person got it before me? Because, I, you know, and the key is allow the associate to sign their own name with you present. Sure. Sign their so again, own name. Building, again, going back to transparency, fairness, collaboration. It's all there. It sums it up nicely. Because when... And these are... And these are just the the core fundamental attributes we're speaking about today. And I know we have limited time today, but these are these are great reminders for seasoned leaders and really great things to really focus on for new leaders coming in. Yeah. When they sign their own name, it takes you out of it. It takes you out of it totally. The last one, honesty. Honesty. Um, I think we touched on honesty with fairness and trust. Um, you have to be honest. You have to be fair. Speak the truth. Don't lie. If you can't do it, I can't do it. I'm so sorry. This is why I can't do it. And yeah. nothing can, breaks. Can, yep. Nothing breaks down trust and engagement more than a dishonest person. Yep, yep, yep. Don't say I can't when they know you can because sometimes, trust me, they know more than you think they know. So if you I can. I think they usually, our staff have the answers before they come to see us. They're just really looking for someone uh, to either confirm something or, or help them uh, or to clarify. So really important. Always, always be honest. Honesty as they say, is the best policy. Yeah. So those are the nine things um, employees would like to see. There are more. Um, you know, we'll touch on a few more in this month's talk with employee and employee engagement. Other things are, I'm going to just run through a few more, um, friendships, emotional support, um, helping, cheering them up daily. So thank you for tuning in on a Saturday for Clean and Comfort. Have a great day.